Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Drama Solidity Podcast. In this episode, I am going all the way back to 2013, back when I first began watching Korean dramas. Those were simpler times. But yeah, in this episode of the Drama Solidity Podcast, I am covering The Master's Son, a 2013 Korean drama starring Gong Yojin and Soji Sop. When I say I'm going all the way back, I mean like... My very first Korean drama was back in 2013. That was also my first non-Western, first ever introduction to Asian dramas as a whole. And it was the drama Flower Boys Next Door. And that was really my introduction to Korean dramas and just dramas in general. One of the dramas I watched right after that drama was The Master's Son. And I remember it specifically because over the years, as I've watched more and more Korean dramas, I find that that is still one of my favorite dramas till this day. I even remember distinctively thinking back in 2013 that, oh my god, have I picked in like drama watching? Because I remember watching a few dramas after The Master's Son and I just wasn't as interested. So I remember thinking, oh my god, is this the case that like I have watched the best first and so I have nothing else to watch? Because I, I get that feeling with um anime. The very first anime I watched was Attack on Titan and I have not been able to watch any other thing since then. Because Attack of Titan is just like the peak. So I was scared about that too that I hope I haven't watched the best first. And you know, me unknowingly, obviously, I did not know better because I mean, here we are in 2023. And I'm still watching Korean dramas. So it's actually been a full 10 years since I've been watching Korean dramas. And so this drama has a special place in my heart after Flower Boys Next Door. Because it's one of the first drama I recall watching at a younger age. But yeah, let's get into The Master's Son. The Master's Son tells the story of Jujun Won, who is a stingy and greedy CEO of Kingdom, a conglomerate that includes a major department store and hotel. He meets the gloomy Taekong-shil, who started seeing ghosts after an accident. Their lives take a new turn as they work together to deal with the terror and sadness brought about by the spirits while delving into a kidnapping case in Jojun Won's past and unknowingly they fall in love with each other. So I'm reading that summary from my drama list and yeah it's pretty accurate. <laughs> like It's a very cliche plot and back when I first watched this drama obviously I wasn't aware of what was cliche what wasn't because it was like my introduction to K-drama so it's I mean now I can be like oh yeah it's a cliche plot but back then I was like oh my god it's amazing. <laughs> like I loved it so much back then but yeah it's a cliche plot and I love it still. I love it so much. It, it holds a special place in my heart regardless. But yeah, it stars, like I mentioned, Gong Yojin and Soji Sop. So Gong Yojin is one of my favorite actresses of all time. She is in one of the dramas I love the most. It's okay that's love. And I mean, she just is she's someone that I consider one of the best actresses to come out of Korea. And her dramas are just always really good to watch. Now, Soji Sop is not, I'm not as familiar with him. And I haven't watched a lot of his dramas, just not like I guess a lot of things he's in I'm not a fan of, but that's okay. I still like him. It's just that I am not a fan of the dramas he's chosen to be in. Now, Soyeon Cook is also in this drama and <laughs> I guess this would have been my introduction to Soyeon Cook as well. And I mean, I am not the biggest fan of Soyeon Cook as an actor. He's not, I would say, a favorite of mine. But I will say that a lot of the dramas he's been in are really, really good. Like, he knows how to pick dramas. 
dramas like The Smile Has Left Your Eyes and Hello Monster. Those were um, dramas I really, really enjoyed. He was also in Reply 1997 and that's one of my top, top dramas of all time as well. Um, it's to the point uh, where I... I'm actually kind of pissed that Reply 1988 did as well as it did because people don't appreciate the original Reply 1997. It's a really, really good drama. And if you've not seen Reply 1997, you should check it out. Like, I see why the director was allowed to keep making more of this. I I see why TVN just gave them more power to do more of the series because he's really, really good and it shows in Reply 1997. And so, yeah, Sonny is not my favorite actor, but he's been in a lot of things I love. So, he's really good in that sense that i appreciate all the dramas he's been in and um i'm always sure that he's gonna like pick a really really good drama another person i have to give like an honorable mention <laughs> that's in this drama is kim Young. kim Young is a lady everybody knows in this drama she plays juju one's aunt and honestly we've all seen her in everything she's literally been in every drama and i love her so much it's interesting because she's one of those actresses that regardless of the drama I see her in, she fits always. There's never a moment I'm like, oh, she was also in this, so I don't want to see her in this. She fits every drama she's been in, right? In 2022 alone, she's been in like five or six dramas. And so she's one of those actresses we've all seen. She's been in Air, she's been in Agency, Trolley. Like every popular drama you've ever thought about, <laughs> her private life, Go Back Couple, Another O.A. Young, Young Pal, Hila, like she's been in everything, right? She's in every drama and I love it. I love it so much. And so I have to give an honorable mention because I feel like honestly she's she's top tier in that sense. But yeah, so this drama is like stacked with like good actors and actresses. And I mean back then I had no clue these people were popular and I, I guess they weren't yet as popular as they are now, in a sense. Yeah, and so again like I mentioned, this drama is not perfect. And if you're watching this in 2023, after watching, what, years and years of K-drama, this drama is not anything special. But it does have a good premise. It has a good plot. And it follows through on the story it's trying to deliver. Jujun Wang is a character that, <laughs> even though he's very, very stingy and very greedy, he's not a bad person. Like, he's not a dick. He's lovable in a way. And his habit of saying get lost, the way he does it, every time he does it, I just, I burst into laughter. He has a way of, like, growing on you, even though he's kind of annoying sometimes. The drama does a good job of showing you he's greedy in a funny way, right? And that's one thing I like about this drama. A lot of things that it's trying to show you, it uses comedy to do it. There's a lot of comic relief. In fact, most of the drama is comedy in the sense that there's never too serious of a moment that it can never go back to being a comedy. An issue I thought I would have in this drama was in the role of the aunt and the uncle. I assumed, and this drama proves me wrong, but I assumed that they would be after Jujuwon's wealth and his business and his, you know, company. But that doesn't prove to be the case. Yeah, they are kind of uptight and you know they look down on people a lot but they are still judging one's family in that sense and that they are not trying to take anything from him so yeah i was happy that the drama went in that route rather than showing us the general like expected oh like they are so greedy and they are so selfish they're going to take away the company that he's you know been left to as his inheritance and they don't go that route and so i'm glad for that then moving on to Tegong show she's a female lead that is seeing ghosts and 
you know, this ghost star basically asking her for favors. Like, please do this for me. And a lot of the episodes are episodic in the sense that it's just her trying to solve some mystery about somebody or someone. Like, so I like that about this drama in that even with the overarching theme of like, okay, what is Jojo Wan's past? Why was he kidnapped? And, you know, why does she see ghosts? Things like that. Um, There is still that element of they are trying to, or she's trying to reluctantly, <laughs> actually very reluctantly, trying to help these people and these ghosts that, you know, require assistance. And, you know, the drama does it in such a way that she never seems selfish for saying no or for being scared or for being, you know, pissed. And I, I understand where she's coming from in the sense that, you know, if you see ghosts that look the way some people did in this drama, you're going to, like, I understand why she's freaked out and why she immediately stuck to Juju Wong. And I felt for her in that sense, like, she was looking really haggard. <laughs> right just looking really worn out and so i understand that feeling of finding this person that basically takes away all this wall that she she she's privy to that she really doesn't want to be um privy to and takes it and basically erases it basically hides it and he she can no longer see those ghosts anymore and so she's like okay i'm going to stick to this guy as best as i can like i'm going to follow him around and the juwang is like what is up with this girl? Honestly, I'm shocked he never pressed charges or like restraining order or something. Because if this was real life, she would definitely have a restraining order and like that would be that. But Jujun Wang is a lot kinder in the sense that he's going to have a conversation and he's talking about stuff and you know, it's in the midst of all this and helping her with things that he basically falls in love and I guess becomes a new person. Which is why when he finally loses his memory right he's like what what did i turn into right and i i understood that sense because even for me like when i noticed that he lost his memory and you know they are showing us his rediscovery of things and, and how basically taegong shit has changed a lot of things in his life he's just like what like you're telling me that i'm giving presents to like my competitor like me right so it's things like that that, that and i know a lot of people had an issue with the amnesia plot i was not one of them because i tend to i think i actually tend to not mind amnesia plots although i will say like recently i was watching alchemy of souls for those who've not seen my review of alchemy of souls i mentioned i really dislike um the amnesia plot and i do usually but in this drama it works maybe because i know it's still the same character and everything whereas like in alchemy of souls it's kind of like a different person completely playing this amnesiac character but yeah i enjoyed the amnesia plot because it helped juju one kind of rediscover why he fell in love with a gunshot and i like that moment of you know him not being sure why he likes her right because he has no i has no clue right of everything they've been through he's just like okay i feel a connection to this lady who doesn't look like much right i mean Tegong, she sees ghosts and she's always looking the way she looks right and that's always been <laughs> a point of which juju Wong has been like why do you look this way like you look disgusting right and so he's unsure why he likes her but you know it's in the midst of this he kind of finds his way back to her and you know basically recognizes the love and the you know affection he's grown to have for her 
this drama also was interesting for me because I also really like the character of Cho Jong-woo, who was Jojo Won's, I guess, assistant or like both are kind of like Bruce Wayne to Alfred kind of thing they had going on. And, you know, it's in the midst of this that we find out that, you know, it's his niece that basically concocted this whole thing and he's basically obsessed with Jojo Won, right? And I really feel bad for, for the twin that, you know, paid because one of the other twin was jealous and stuff like that but yeah his character was also really really nice he was very dedicated and very loyal to Jujun Won and that was also very nice to see it's funny because I just mentioned like how I hate the amnesia plot line and for those who don't know the master son is also written by the same writers that wrote Alchemy of Souls (laughs) and I guess this is something they like they like the amnesia plot but in 2022, they took the amnesia plot to a whole new level by having an all different actress, right? And clearly, they've not learned their lesson. They obviously like the amnesia plot. But yeah, that was also something that I realized, like, um, when I realized that, like, they are written by the same writer, the Hong sisters wrote both dramas. And you would think with two people, they will be able to come up with something other than an amnesia plot. Not that I'm complaining that I hate it in this drama. I actually like it in this drama, but I just it's funny to me because I'm like, can't they think of something else? You can't like amnesia cannot be the only thing they can come up with when you have an accident or something. But yeah, this is a good drama. It has some scary elements to it. Not so bad in the sense that like even like someone like me that doesn't like horror or like or just scary stuff, I'm able to watch this drama. And so yeah, it has that element if you like the supernatural elements to dramas. And you know, it's a lot of something. Like there's a little comedy, there's romance, there's the supernatural and stuff like that. And so you you have a lot to look forward to in that sense. Then <laughs> I have to give a notable mention. Like one thing that really really set this drama apart from a lot of dramas and actually sets k dramas apart from the ones that do well and the ones that don't do well for me at least is the ost right the soundtrack um the music this drama was my introduction to yumiri as a singer i had never heard of her and i mean she sang a very very good ost for this drama called touch love and it's still one of my favorite favorite songs to this day she just has a really really good voice and it just sets the tone for this drama and honestly every time i hear that song i just i just remember this drama immediately and i'm sure everybody has that one drama that like there's just the ost is just fantastic i have a few dramas like that. actually i have a lot of dramas where i love the ost ost is one thing that it can break or make a drama for me like if i hate the ost in a drama it doesn't matter how good the drama is i won't be able to watch it because it will just throw a lot of scenes off because they tend to use OSC like in, in moments of like romance and stuff like that. And like if it is not working, it just it won't work. Coming back to Alchemy of Souls, that was one issue I had with Alchemy of Souls Part 2. There's an OSC I really, really disliked in that drama. And so that probably is also why I, I had an issue watching that drama um and enjoying it. Like I enjoyed um the first one. The first one I loved, I loved part one, but part two was ugh. I feel like I'm talking more about Alchemy of Souls in this episode than Master's Son. But honestly, check it out. Like, if you've not watched Master's Son, it's a really, really good drama. It's, I think, a 9 out of 10 for me. And I, I, w- I will say that the 9 out of 10 is part nostalgia, <laughs> right? Then the rest story. So, like, if you watch this drama, take it that, like, this was a drama in 2013. There's a lot of cliches in it. If you've been watching Korean dramas till this point. So like keep that in mind. But 
it is still a very good drama for what it's trying to do but yeah that's my review of the master's son thank you guys so much for listening i'll see you guys next week bye